boys. Buddy, listen, we're back. Presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart. Hitch, you ever been to Nebraska Furniture Mart? Oh, yeah. Man, when I moved to Kansas City, we went in there, me and Ashley, and got our whole house done in there. Thank and you. And then, uh, yeah, I honestly, I think we got some stuff in our house now from there as well in Texas. Isn't there, yeah, I was going to say, isn't there Nebraska in, in is it in Dallas? Uh, Nebraska, I want, no, I think it's in Grapevine, heading towards the mall, or the uh, airport. It's right uh, there. Yeah, it's a big, big it, store right, on, right off the highway. This guy, Sherman, was salty, salty about Nebraska because uh, I've worked with them in the past. I'm like, How my, salty? buddy, just listen. I worked with, I worked with them, like, <laughs> for my my new house, so they, they gave me a deal. So, like, I was like, oh, we're going to do podcasts. What do we need? We need, need furniture, some equipment. So I hit him up. I'm like, hey, would you guys be interested in uh, sponsoring the show? And we didn't have, like, any, like, it was just an idea. So <clears throat> they're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I have Anthony Sherman with me. Uh, he's going to be a co-host. And <laughs> we were just emailing back and forth, whatever, whatever. Then they knew of me because we worked together. They didn't know who Sherman was. Like, had they no idea. They started pulling stuff away. <laughs> no, they, they, well, they, they were like, hey, does he, did he play football? And I was like, eh, yeah, yeah only, maybe only a little years. bit. <laughs> yeah, only a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Well, this dude was salty ever since then. No, I mean, that's your, it's your deal. Like, you got the hookup. I know, but, like, it's our show, so it's, like, part of yours. You know oh, I mean? it's not, though, like, because they don't want to work with me because I don't have social media. That's yeah, the what media. do you That's the kicker. That's the kicker you, right there. Then you went off Instagram for a minute, didn't you? Yeah, I do it, yeah, I do it every year. I give myself about a month just to, like, decompress because – Everybody knows social media is crazy. So every year I give myself like a month just to. One, just give them one month, buddy. Just get that thing back. One, like come back for one month and then get rid of it for yeah. another 11? No. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Like, there's yeah, no, yeah, why yeah. do I need it? Yeah. For the, for the deals, man. Tell them, Hitch, like, if you're not, if you're not using it the right way, like, yeah, I'm, it's I'm a more of a. It's a platform, but at the same time, like, if you just want to listen to the show, You'll know we're good. Yeah, yeah. You still got Twitter. You still got Twitter, so that's all that matters. Still got X. Still got X. Yeah, but the Instagram, you can do like little clips. You know, uh, you can. Yeah, we have one as a group, but I don't like. Eric does it. Oh, okay. I got, I got too, <laughs> I, I got too much sure, on the plate. I, I, I got too much on the plate. Hitch, you wanna, uh, you wanna announce your retirement right now or what? Yeah, I can look. I've been retired, but yeah, I'm, well, no, I'm but I want you to officially, 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 officially announce my retirement. I am completely done. <laughs> yeah, it's been great though, man. Eight years. I had two great organizations, Cowboys and Chiefs. Obviously, we all won Super Bowl. So look, I done checked everything off. Now I'm just being a dad, living life. Yeah, did you want to keep playing after eight? Honestly, um. When I first got in the league, obviously everybody won 10. And then as I was playing more, um, after the uh, my eighth year, I actually had what was the, the Bears worked me out. I went out to New Orleans, and I'm just like, it ain't right. It don't feel right, you know. Um, I could have played both there. I think it was on vet minimum deals too. And I, I was just like, nah, I like I'm, I'm okay. I can walk away from the game. Like I, you know, I accomplished everything I set out. And I got three kids now, so it's like, you know, I'm not trying to move all the way to Chicago. We based in Texas, you know, playing a year and all. It was a lot, a lot of information going through it, a lot of prayer and all that. But 
I feel as of so far, I made the right decision. I feel great. How's the transition been into uh, the real life? Honestly, it's just now getting tough because now I'm waking up like, bro, I don't have nothing to do. Like, like, like you said <laughs> earlier, my kids, <laughs> my kids don't start school till next year. So right now, like we have a nanny in the mornings and stuff. So it's like, I get up and I work out and then I just find something yeah. to do. Like I said, I was getting into golf. So now I'm golfing and this, much. And, and this is exactly why we're over here doing this interview with you. <laughs> for the same reason. We, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's fun. I, you will enjoy um, when the kids get to school. Like both of our kids are kind of, well, my, my sure. three kids are, I just, I mean, literally just dropped them off at school and came back over here and do the interview. Like it, it's yeah. nice. My wife's down in the gym right now with her, her girlfriend working out. And it's nice to uh, be like, hey, we've got a couple hours to get some areas yeah. on her. Figure out we want to do. Um, you and that yeah, no, golf from six to six. <laughs> golf is uh, golf is not something we can do in Kansas City right now. It's, it's getting. I mean, maybe today, the rest of this week, but like, what's the weather coming. like? Oh, uh, it's not. It, it, it's not been bad. Like it was. We have we had shitty weather for a few days, and then shitty is freaking freezing. I know. <laughs> and then now yesterday it was like you put all your shitty weather. But I'm saying you put all your your shorts your stuff away. Thinking like, all right, we're gonna get to the, you know the, the joggers, sweatpants, and then last two days you're like, probably take those things back out and wear them. <laughs> right. You store all Texas your shit. The same oh, no, I don't store it, but I'm like, I'm I put it up like higher in the uh, okay. closet and stuff like that. Uh, you. Hey, what you got? Use a ladder or what? No, I got one of those uh, hooks. <laughs> I can't I can't reach up top, and I don't have that system that pulls it down. So I I went to uh, the container store and I bought a hook. Why uh why did you retire in Dallas? I Honestly, it was a uh, um pretty uh, me and my wife actually we just uh, we just on all the places we lived it was either Arizona or uh, Texas um, we liked the weather good schools um, and some of the friends that we still met when we was like rookies and stuff like uh like Demarcus Lawrence Zach Lawrence, uh Zach Martin um, Tyrone Crawford like those guys that when I was a rookie and we like all stuck together, we all still live within five minutes to each other in Texas. So it's like, we still got our own little clique and our little gang that we kind of grew up with, you know, Ashley, really good friends with their wives. Our kids play with their kids. They got all girls. We got all girls. D got a uh, son, two sons, but overall it's just perfect. It just, it happened. Yeah. So perfect. Are you, uh, are you getting the itch to uh, the coach at all? Honestly, no. Like, I, I would love to help out, but I won't, I don't want that full responsibility right now. I don't no, want no, to commit I'm not, to I'm not talking the NFL. That's that's too, way too much for, I think, anyone's kids. That, that Texas wants. is the damn NFL in high school, buddy. I bet you they expect your coaches to be there like college, at least. I don't know. I mean, would you, how many kids, you, how many kids you would say was in, in Kansas City schools? Like like a, like what we say roughly each each uh, grade, let's just say ninth through twelfth. I mean, what are high school like? Probably twenty five hundred here, not in each class, but like all together in high schools, bigger ones. Yeah, maybe the six A schools. I mean, what's that? Aren't all the Texas deals like four grand, like four thousand? Yeah, at least. I mean, these dudes got like universities. I mean, turf fields and 
it's ridiculous. Like you get yeah. like in the Midwest, I, you get one or two high schools like that. Every corner has everything. Yeah, you bring up you so, bring up Midwest. You you obviously are you grew up in Ohio, played high school ball in Ohio, and then went to Iowa. What was it like playing in in Ohio, going to Iowa? I read up you were a two star recruit. Yeah, I mean it was it's Midwest man, it's best football in the world. And it's just the dirty grind football. Linebackers and running backs love to play. So, I mean, that was my position. So, it worked out perfect for me. But, yeah, going to Iowa was different. Um, obviously, it was, what, eight, nine hours from where I grew up at. And it, it was just a different culture. But, I mean, if you were just with the Iowa, head down, work hard, wanted to win and get to the league, they had all the tools for it. So, I think everything worked out perfect. Because I was on my way to Akron, actually. I think I've told you this before. And then literally two or three days later, Iowa calls me on like Sunday and the signing day was Wednesday. Like, hey, either you sign with us or not. I was like, look, I ain't going to Akron. I'm going to Iowa. I was going to two schools. And that's how I went. You said that you were about to go to Akron. And then a couple <laughs> days later, you decide or Iowa comes in late. You get there, culture shock. Is it something where you get there, you're not necessarily like, did you think you could come in and play right away? Or you think you had to? Like, who was in front of you type deal? Like, you had to kind of gain your way up? Yeah, for sure. When I first got there, I thought, you know, I, I, they recruited me. They wanted me to come there and play, right? <laughs> and I was only a two-star, like you said. So, like, I had to go. I was getting red-shirted. Like, I didn't even know anything about red-shirt. But when I first got there, in their mind, they was going to red-shirt me. But to this day, actually, with the goddad of my daughter played in front of me. And we obviously we still cool to this day, but he goes down and get hurt. And next thing you know, I'm a true freshman. And then I've just been playing ever since. And they moved his position to a different one. So we often play together. But yeah, I think the culture shock for me was uh, I, went, I came from a small school. I graduated with 105 kids. So when I got to the University of Iowa, I'm just like, this is way too many people, you know? And, like, there's people from all over the place and all stuff like that, too. It was a little different. You're, I mean, Hawkeyes, you think of fucking grit, strength. Is that the uh, the program? Like, everybody thinks that's, like, what it is. Is that actually what it's like on the inside? Like, all right, we're going to get down and dirty. It's fucking every day is going to be hardcore. Strength coach is tough. Every, like, the coach is tough. I mean, what'd you, what was your coach's name? I mean, he was there forever, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, the head coach is Coach Ferentz. He's actually still there. And then UConn, um, UConn, the UConn guy. Yeah, he's. He oh, he is. He is the East Coast guy. Yeah, graduated from UConn. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's a good coach, man. A lot of people uh, talk bad or thing, but he wins every year. Uh, at the end of the day, you, you're trying to obviously win a national championship, but you're also trying to get to a bowl game. That's the next thing, you know. And they win ten to seven. That's what you was talking about. That grit, that grind, like. They're not. They're not going out and getting hey. like the five star receivers and stuff like that. Bet, Look, bet the bet the under every time no, Iowa listen, plays. Listen, listen. That's where Rex. Rex. That's Rex's team right now. Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Sherm's Sherm's older son is going to be a tight end or linebacker probably at well, Iowa for Iowa. Oh yeah, that's, he, that's my that's ultimate goal right now. That's my ultimate goal <laughs> right now. I'm like, hey, Big Ten's where you're going to be, and I really want you to go to Iowa. I felt like yeah. I missed my calling and didn't go to one of those schools. In high school. You had offers? No. I had BC, UConn, and then all the one double A schools on the northeast. Why don't you go BC? Uh facilities at UConn were ridiculous. Brand new fifty million dollar facility. 
indoor your material. That's, that's what gets no, you. No, it was just, it was really cool. I mean, I mean, coming from a high school that had a closet for a right. weight room in the backyard, like in the back of the gym, like, this is awesome. Now, I didn't get recruited to play fullback. I got recruited to play fullback at UConn and BC, but I should have probably looked into the, the Big Ten a little bit more. Me and Hitch could have started our one-on-one pass reps. Uh, that we had during we had during training camp I, every year at Iowa. I'm, get into those. I'm glad we get did that those. on the back end of our careers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you go to the Cowboys. What's your what's your time like in Dallas? You you obviously start and and have a a good three four. Was it four years or three years? Uh, I did four. Yep. Four. Yeah. So four years you're in Dallas. Obviously, you have success. You get a big contract with the Chiefs. What was the time like in Dallas? I mean, you guys. I can't remember if you guys were that great of a team but I mean obviously defensively linebackers you guys you guys have some studs out there yeah I mean overall we was good um freaking Aaron Rodgers beat us every year in the playoffs um but I mean I think it was only one year we didn't go to the playoffs I want to say or maybe two out of the four years we didn't go to the playoffs but the uh like Zeke and them and uh, Dak and them rookie year which was which is I think was my third year there. I mean, we was killing. I mean, Dad's had a great year. I think he was office one of the top offensive players of the year. So I know Dak got it that year. It was it was great. Then next year we kind of was like up and down. But just like uh, college, uh, I had an opportunity when Sean Lee got hurt. I came here. I was drafted in the fourth round. Uh, most fourth rounders don't don't start. Um, just like in college, when you go to most two stars don't start. So again, Sean got hurt. Um, I want to say it was like the first OTAs um, in, in uh, April. And then the next day, my coach was like, look, I'm throwing you in the fire. And then I was like, all right. So, I mean, I, obviously I handed it good enough for him to keep me in there. And then I played my, my three, four years, four years there and got a big deal and won some Super Bowl or Super Bowl and played until. So, I mean, it's just been a great ride. Um, I mean, like if you can write a perfect story for me, I think I'm living it. So. Like, I, you won't hear no, no complaint from me. Well, the time in Dallas, obviously, they're, I mean, they're probably the biggest football market there is. Did you notice the big difference between Kansas City and Dallas when it comes to the market size and, and fandom? Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. But honestly, I mean, I was just so locked in and, like, just trying to get to the next deal. I know how hard it was just from the hearing from the vets, like, look, make it to the next one, make it to the next one. So, like, Honestly, I had like people try to like give me like cell phone deals, like get on the Instagram and like do all this stuff. I'm just like, look, no, I'm focused on football and I'm just trying to get to this next. And sometimes talking I do look right back. There. That's uh, what I'm talking about right there. None of that <laughs> some, I mean, he's he's just a grinder. Yeah, I mean, Iowa. Everybody grinds. Iowa. No, no not not, no, everybody. not everybody. <laughs> not you. But I mean, some guys just don't last as long. Like, buddy, like, hey, you gotta take it take advantage while you can. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? Myself. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, Garrick. I mean, Garrick is the, I, I would say if there is a Hall of Fame for amount of connections and um, people he met through his short time in Kansas City that now. I mean, don't say short, buddy. It's fucking five years. Yeah. I mean, all right. So five years that he's got more connections than probably a lot of guys that have, I mean, way more connections than I had when I was here for eight years. Yeah. He, I mean, I just I know mean, that football doesn't last forever. Yeah, no, I yeah. know that too. But like, I didn't go out there and we met people like everyone. Yeah, I mean, well, it helps when Pat was your was one of my big big friends back in the day, and just walk around and shake everybody's hand and 
Yeah. It's like they can't talk people to out of, well, they can't. People out of tweet. Well, Pat's not going to talk to them really. So, like, then it's like me, like, all right, boys, like, I'll, yeah. I'll dish this one off there. Yeah. yeah. All right. You got any good stories, Hitch? Or big stories on this show? Well, we will bring back up training camp. So, obviously, you guys go against each other, pass rush one on one. Oh, before yeah. I get to that, well, was there a big training camp difference? Obviously, everybody talks about Coach Reed's training camp is probably the hardest mm-hmm. in the NFL. Was, do you think that was the, the, the deal? Yeah, man, I got both in the sticks because uh, Jason Garrett's old school. Uh, he was our head coach. So our, our practices was more physical in Dallas. Like, like you're going to be sore. Wednesdays, you know, we, we thump and we got individuals for like 40 minutes. And I'm talking about form tackling, catching balls, shedding blocks, you know, running up. But Coach Reed is opposite. You know, you go through everything quick and then you got 107 on seven players. It's like, <laughs> hamstrings are dead so it's like uh, i had like the beat and beat and beat in my first four years but i get to kansas city at first i'm like oh this is good you know you ain't hitting that much you know you just gotta focus on your like on the side you gotta do your tackling yeah and then by year four i'm like damn now my hamstrings are gone <laughs> so like i think i think it was a perfect storm for me i did four like physical years four you know track star years and then i was like i'm okay at being done like my whole body from the start yeah, to the finish I, is just. I, yeah, I felt I felt every bo- part of my body that I don't need to feel again. <laughs> right. I feel like I as feel a like player, I'm just not I, getting better. Yeah, I was, as a as a player, I feel like you would like the, to me, like an individual. Like I felt like we never got real individual time where we could like actually work on, like the fundamentals of just being a like receiver or running back. Oh, Kid. Who are you talking? To? I mean, EB was different. Like you guys yeah, were out there. You saw EB. You got like, a joke of the fucking American Gladiators over there. <laughs> He'd have thirty yards of individual lined up. Oh, it was uh, it was fun though. I mean, yeah, there's. Uh, so I think I mean I think a lot of people what they say about Coach Reed is is like you just said is the the amount of reps that they we get in during training camp. It's yeah. not necessarily the physical aspect, but for you guys, like for you and even for you, like there's a lot of running. Like yeah. you're dropping in coverage or playing man or whatever you're doing on defense. And now you're going against him and he's running a 40-yard clear route. And you're like, well, if I don't cover him, homeboy's going to throw it and it's going to be – and I'm going to get made fun of and filmed for letting someone go by me. Right. And then oh. turn around, do it again. While Dieter catches the touchdown and, you know, head to the side and they bring in the next receiver. No, buddy. Like, I'm, I'm coming right back. I'll go back. I, I, I will. I'll go back. I will agree with you. Coach, I'm Dunn. like, bro, you just ran a 40 yard route and I ran to the end zone. Now I got to come back and get the play. And Eric comes like, pick up the next guy. They're about to run another 40 yard route. No, there's no like, way. No, that happened. Not necessarily for you, but like, not all the time. But you know, you know, you get that one, you get that nice, you know, maybe two, three reps. You get that tap. G. Lou would be like, all right, next guy, go in there. Yeah, I mean, if you're Tyreek Hill, but but yeah, like, I mean, you were out there doing the same. <laughs> no, thing. and I would never tap out. Like I'm coming back until they get me out. I mean, like I don't know. You gotta be able to be a dog <laughs> out there. Why Why'd you come to Kansas City? Obviously, you got a nice nice deal, but is that the was that the main reason? Uh, no, I actually got offered more to go to Washington. Well, Commanders, uh, and um. Oh, so my linebacker coach was end up going to the being a DC for a, the coach the same year. So we both left Dallas, and he was trying to get me to go out there to Indy. So those are my three options, and I was just like, "Look, Coach Reed, always going to win, no matter where he's at. 
So if you want extra game checks, you want extra stats, you want to keep playing, you know, when it's cold, you get the two bold, that's that. And uh, honestly, the taxes from the East Coast and Kansas City, and then on top of that, the drive, I knew we were going to stay in Texas when we was done. So the drive from Texas to Kansas is, what, six, seven hours. So I had all that in mind. Like, look, I can get here and go back home, 45-minute flight, seven-hour seven drive, no tax. Taxes is lower, you know, and we're going to win. So it was like – and we did win. So it was like everything was, like, perfect. So You, can, you had the, the defensive free agent class. Was It was you – was it Honey Badger that year and Frank Clark, or was Frank the year after? Uh, it was me. Um, dang, who came? It was no. It was me and Sammy. Me and Sammy right. first, and then, then Honey it, Badger the next then, year. Yeah, and then Frank the next year. So you were on the team with EB and all the old school guys, yeah. right? Yeah, for one year. Just Justin and I was just talking to Houston actually. His, his uh, first year uh, was the year we lost in the AFC Championship to Oh, Okay, that's yeah. Guess, right? That was his first year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. when I actually I played that year. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. year you contributed. Yeah, that was a good. Year. That <laughs> was that. That was a fun year. I mean, obviously not, not winning and whatever, but he touched the ball. Playing like for me, that was like my probably my favorite year of football in the NFL. So I actually played like what probably seven eight games. Yeah. Damn, playing in the NFL one. Uh, so obviously we lose that game. We we have to reload on defense, obviously, and they bring in Honey Badger, they bring in Frank Clark. Talk about those two guys, what what it meant to get those guys in there. Uh, obviously, we had Justin Houston. You had so many legends on the Chiefs defense, mm-hmm. EB, uh, mm-hmm. guys that yeah, Tom, but guys that were there forever, um, and you looked up yeah. to as leaders. And then those guys go out, and we bring in just complete new guys, and it was kind of a for us, I mean, kind of a culture shock. Like when Frank Clark came in, like screaming in practice. Honey Badger's yeah. obviously vocal and a, and a great yeah. leader. Talk talk about those guys and their impact on Kansas City. Yeah, I just think it's different. Um, I think they was looking for a change, um, and they got it because they they went and got different guys, like uh, more vocal guys. Like I know, like Houston, uh, EB, like. Barry, he won't say nothing, but he'd be the first one in sprints. He'd be making all his plays, you know. But he, so I think it was just like a change. Uh, maybe they wanted more vocal guys. I don't, I don't know. But the defensive coordinator, when we changed from Sutton to Spags, I think the players that they brought in uh, matched more of the scheme because it was more of a three-four with Sutton. A lot of man three-four, not really gapped out. You can get away with bigger, heavier players, you know. But myself, I'm 225. I come into a 3-4 where I'm getting a face full of guard every time. I'm not going to be at my best, you know. So right. when they brought in Frank Clark and uh, Honey Badger, smaller type guys, you know, they could put their hand in the dirt and don't have to stand up on two feet. Um, that, that's when it started to take the change. And, like, even now, it's another change. I don't know how many players are there when, you know, when we first got there, when I first got there on defense, and they went on to the top defenses in the league now. So I think it was just, they just involved in with the game. And that's what Coach Reed does. That's why he's never going to expire because he always involves. He doesn't, he's not hard hitting. Like he's not like, this is my way. Maybe the way he practices, but when he gets his players to bring him in, he's evolving with the game, I think. Yeah. I agree with you on that one for sure. How much of an impact did like 
I mean, because you remember, like, you remember Frank Clark's first practice, like, in the summer, no pads, just helmets, like, yeah. his, the attitude that he brought, like, do you think mm-hmm. that was something that, obviously, we won the Super Bowl that year that led to that, just that attitude switch? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I did, I, like, I hear it and stuff, but I never really pay attention to, like, I call it rah-rah-loud noise. Some people need that. Some He might not have been doing it for himself. He might have been doing it for the guy next to him. He might have been doing it to... Uh, he, him and Fish got after it all the time. He might have do yeah. get you know get Fish going or Fish Fish will probably get him one time and then you know Frank got to do it to get himself back up. So, I mean, I don't really take too much into it, honestly. Me speaking, I just try to stay even kill. But I think it it brought it brought some dogs out a lot of people. I think that had it in them and just didn't really. When you're back against the wall, you're gonna do what you need to do. So I think I mean. We won, so something something changed, right? I, I mean, it's hard to pick one thing. Yeah, but, I mean, overall, I think all the decisions was great. I mean, everything. We know how perfect it has to be to win a Super Bowl. It's hard. Yeah. Everything, yeah, everything has to go. Everything has to go your way. You have to catch some lucky breaks. Uh, talk about Spags and, and kind of how Coach Reed evolves, but I think Spags is evolving, too, as a defense coordinator. Obviously, it seems like every single year his defense when he's in one spot, gets better and better. Uh, talk about Spags as a coach. Talk about the guys. Obviously, Nick Bolton's been uh, a huge piece. He's injured right now. But him, Willie Gay, uh, they got some really good line, young, fast, aggressive linebackers. Talk about those guys a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watch them every week. Uh, I still stay in contact with uh, Willie a lot. Uh, I try to still mentor him or give him advice whenever I can. Uh, but overall, yeah, Spags, man, he's – he loves – no, I'm not going to say too much because, you know, i got a lot of information. But, you know, Spags loves to mix. He loves to play games, you know. So when you want to play games with people, you need athletes that can play multiple positions. And that's why I think they're successful because those guys move all over the place. You know, you got Snead sometime in a slot. Sometimes he's guarding the best receiver. You know, sometimes he's dropping back to the post or the half, you know. So it's like guys like that that – Evolve in the game because you know you have to cover nowadays. Everybody wants to pass the ball forty times, so you get guys that can blitz, cover, you know, and play zone and man. So I think that's why Spags is evolving because he's not he's not going for a run stopper. He's not going for a pass like a guy that can just play man that don't like to tackle. You know, he's going for complete players. You know, yeah. it might well, not be he's going for the, he's going for football players. Yeah, he ain't yeah, going all for around football players. Everybody hopping this guy up on, you know, social media or something or whoever the next first round draft pick or something like that. He's just looking at the film. You could tell because these guys, like most of those guys ain't high draft picks, you know. I mean, the DN was a first round pick, but like what was Snead, like fourth, I think. Yeah, like I think Willie and Willie was like third or something like that. Uh, Bolton was around third. So these ain't, these ain't day one guys. Some months, you know, day two, day three guys that's, playing at all pro, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like you find the gems in the later rounds and those are the guys that last. What about the the mental side of things playing obviously the, the inside linebacker position with Spags? It seems like that role on top of itself is kind of I mean I, I think obviously you can compare it to a quarterback on the other side. You have to know do you know what everybody has to do on every single play? Do you have to know every adjustment? Talk about how difficult it is to be a, a linebacker in the NFL? Because I think a lot of people just oversee uh, what it actually is. I mean, everybody knows what the quarterback position is, and obviously they have to be very smart. But on the flip side of things, uh, the defensive side, to me, would 
probably be harder because you have to react to every no, single. No, it's one guy can make a play. I mean, all right, well, listen, like, well, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm going to go back to the training camp. I don't where think you're smart. We used to, to always, we used to always joke in training camps, like, listen, we're going to have a process to go through our plays. We need all 11 guys to play and execute at one level. I mean, Hitch makes one play. Everyone else could be wrong, but Hitch made the play. Yeah. So now it looks like the defense is great. No, relax, though. But, like, the mental Just side of things, that, like, he has to know. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he knows. Do you have to know every – like, how difficult was that spot to learn? Yeah, I mean, it took it took years. Like, my, like I always did in every uh, system I've been in was try to learn my job first, like, ins and outs, and then I branched off and learned everybody else's. And so by the time – our last our last two years in Kansas City, man, I had it inside out, and then I took the responsibility to do all do all that, and then I just shared it with everybody, you know. So I just you can ask bags. I'm just I learned everybody position, and then like if it's third down, I'm like, oh, close right. I'm like, really, you way over there? Get down here, like you know, move people around, smacking people. Like I, you have to learn a lot, but once you learn it, you got it. Most people ain't going to get a whole new scheme the next year. You know, y'all might throw plays in there extra, but it's not too many things you can do on defense, you know. So once you get it, you got it, you know. I mean, you always just picking up on little stuff on formations and when you can run through. Like you said, Sherm, it, it could be a play action, and I got caught up in a line of scrimmage. I just kept going. I sacked the quarterback. I could, we all could be wrong, but we all could be right. That's what we always say. One wrong, we all wrong. We might all might be right. You know what I'm saying? That's how we thought on defense. So – we we just took it like that, uh, and Spags has let us be open too. That's I think that's what's the biggest thing there. And he he lets you go, you know. He doesn't really hold players back. I mean, look at Chris Jones. <laughs> that boy will make three sacks in a row, you know. And you just you just know that he wasn't supposed to do that. But he's a good athlete. He can cover up for it, you know. So like I think Spags let people be themselves, and now you see like I, that's one of the best defense in the league. Uh, what would you tell a middle school, high school, young college linebacker on or what would be the, some of the tips you would give those guys and to eventually, if that was their goal, to get to the NFL? Yeah. Um, I would tell them to learn the game. You know, don't learn what what comes with the game or what, what can bring you when you play the game. Actually learn the game because I changed my thought when I was younger I just knew what football would bring, you know, obviously in NFL, you're going to get money. And like, so that's what the things I was going for. And it, and it was cool when you was younger, that was something to thrive for. But as you got to the lead or in middle school or not middle school, but in college, you needed something else to, well, for me, I needed something else to drive. So I just became a student of the game. I wanted to learn why, like almost like a two-year-old, I was asking why, like I was in there just, some of the stuff I knew, I just wanted to get it confirmed. So if I could tell any young guy at any position, don't 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 fall in love with football brings. Fall in love with enjoying to like learn the game. Learn why. Learn why. Why, 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 why? All day. And I swear just it to help. So do you, do you have an opinion on NIL then? NIL. Honestly, I didn't look too deep into that, but my biggest thing, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys, but I want to ask you a question about that. Like, what do these kids pay taxes on that money? Or are they just getting a lump sum? Oh, they're for sure. They're they have, I think oh, I they, mean, either way, they're going to, I mean, it's they're going to learn. Yeah, they're going to come learn. back. 
They're going to learn the hard way. The hard way. Yeah, that's I, what I, I was thinking. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine most universities have a Hopefully. program in play. Well, they have to. I mean, for sure, the bigger schools like, like that. I don't know for sure. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I feel like I know for a fact Alabama would have like a financial person that comes in, talks about like make sure you're reporting everything, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, I because- just feel like I mean, shoot, the PA does it at the rookie symposium and stuff yeah. like that. But other right. than that, you didn't know, you didn't yeah. learn anything about, you don't learn it until you get yeah. it. So, so you actually like, have it. Yeah. You know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> when like, you go look at your check and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, what happened? Wait, what does this yeah. mean? Do you, do you like, do you, do you like the, the NIL deals? Do you like what kind of college football has turned into kind of the, the money game? It seems like. I mean, honestly, I, like, like I said, I didn't really dive in too much into it. Uh, I think I will though. Here coming soon. Now that you brought it up. But I, I think overall, um, it's hard to do, man. I just don't know how. Like, you can't tell a backup quarterback that we, we're doing the same stuff. And this quarterback right here in front of me is making millions, but I'm sitting right behind this guy. Who knows? He might get hurt tomorrow, and I got to play all these snaps, and I'm not going to get that same money. You know what I'm saying? So I just think they have to find, like, a common ground. And I don't know if it's, like, per university or how much money they can spread out. Uh, you can go tiers. You can do tier one, tier two, tier three. But the gap between one yeah. player versus the next is just ridiculous. Like, it's, I don't know how they're going to be able to hold that up. Yeah. Well, it's just going to end up being where, you know, that you want that receiver on, you know, whatever team it is. And you're like, hey, I'm going to give you, I got a car dealership or whatever that's going to give you a car and a couple appearances for, you know, 100,000 bucks. And yeah. They're not getting anything from that school. They're going to transfer to that school. Like, it's just going to – that's what's going to start happening. And you've already kind of seen it these last couple yeah. of years where guys will demand. I mean, I heard – I think I heard I heard a rumor that some kids now, high school kids, are asking colleges for, like, five grand just to come on an official visit. Oh, that's just crazy. Like, hey, let me get some money to come on an official visit. Could be wrecked in, like, ten years. No, I mean, Hitch is going to sponsor him to go to Iowa. <laughs> His golf, career, his golf career is going to take off, and he's going to he's going to sponsor Rex to go to Iowa, play linebacker. I mean, shit, it could happen, but yeah, the, the NIL, just the whole side of that business, uh, it's I think it's confusing. I don't think it's obviously you want college kids to get be able to be able to make money outside of uh, just football in general, but man, it's that's not really making yeah. money. NIL, that's not outside of football. It's boosting. Yeah, to like McDonald, not McDonald, but like somewhere like that to go sign autographs or go work for a day or put in the community service. Like, if you this in the it's in the university, the boosters are it's all you know what I'm saying. It's coming from the school, essentially. Yeah, I mean it's basically free agency. I'm not. I, I don't know. I have mixed reviews on it. I just hate how like social media has played such a huge impact on like. I just think. I mean, like. I know, like, I'm a social media <laughs> guy, but, like, I just think it, it gets, like, uh, it's, like, everybody's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, everybody's enti- entitled. Like, every, like, all high school kids, to me, like, well, it's, just it's looking a, down it's seems a, just entitlement. It's the pussification of America. Yeah, I agree. That's what, that's but, like, the entitlement factor. And, like, Iowa, obviously, you're probably not going to see it. Uh, there's a lot of schools that just the, the values, I think, just don't align with. Yeah, but what's going to happen to those schools? And they're not saying Iowa, but what's going to happen to some of these smaller schools that yeah. I mean, Iowa can't compete with Ohio State, Michigan, 
Iowa. I mean, they couldn't you know, compete with the Alabama. Now it's crazy. It was hard hey, before. I mean, their sports betting in Iowa and shit. Like, what are we doing out there? You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, I mean, they. The thing is with that too. I'm just like, if you put it everywhere, like you can't watch a football game without DraftKings popping up. You can't go in, like no. you can't put it everywhere and not expect these kids to not do it. That's like saying you raising your kids, but your kid, your house is full of alcohol and drugs or whatever. How do you expect your kids not to? Gravitate to that. You know what I mean? You can't put the kids in that environment and then expect them not to gamble, not to take NIL deals, not to be on social media being entitled because they see everybody else doing it, you know? So it's yeah. almost like one of those things that you got to, like, they have to make it some type of, like, you, you shouldn't be able to transfer. So once you do accept that, you got to at least stay there for two years. You got to put something in there to where kids ain't just taking hundreds of thousand dollars and be like, oh, I just got beat out. I'm about to go to Ohio State and get another 50 grand. Oh, yeah, I'm, I think to, the, I'm about to go transfer a game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Think, you should never uh, yeah. do that. I think that's like that entitlement factor. It's like these kids come in and they're getting good NIL deals and they're not playing. So it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave and go to another school. But like, place like that. Like, I always, I always go back to Bama and I know people transfer out of there. Oh, like, I'm just, wait, I'm just really confused. Uh, you, you don't I, I, you don't like I had, people transfer? I had to sit out. And then I graduated. Oh, okay. I just he transferred to three schools, so I wasn't sure where he was going. But with, like I, I did it, I had to sit out a year because I sit out a year. Which okay, I sat out and I redshirted that year. I sat out, no big deal. I go to school, I graduate. Unlike you, you didn't graduate, so I graduate and then I go to another school. But like going to Bama, it opened my eyes to like this entitlement factor of like, okay, I walk in, and I'm expecting like. I'm expecting kids to be like douchebags, like huge egos. And you get there and everybody's just working. And I'm sure it's like that at Iowa. Everybody's working. And to me, that was a huge surprise because like Coach Saban and the guys that did have egos, like the players handled it. Like the the seniors, we have Reuben Foster, we had uh, Jonathan Allen. We had so many guys that were just great leaders that they handled it in in-house. And to me, I always thought that was like a cool deal because that doesn't necessarily happen these days. Uh, from what I see, but like, was it like that at Iowa? Like, did business get handled inside the locker room by the guys? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we go. We had captains, like summer captains, and the, we drafted teams. So we did like a little every summer. We had drafted teams, and like uh, mostly the seniors would be the captains. Uh, and then you draft players on your team, and like if you miss class, you got like a minus one. You was late, you get a minus. And at the end of the week, like we just see who's winning, you know? And at the end of the, the summer, whoever the team that wins, don't matter what training table, don't matter what food we eat in that as a team, you skip the line, you go first, uh, you get a steak dinner at our coach house. Um, so it was like things like that. that that's what drove us. We was like, look, we about to eat first, get back to the dorms, get back to the room. We about to, you know, go to the steakhouse at Coach Barron's house. So that's what drove us as kids now. But I don't even think you can do that now, though, because <laughs> – What's what's a steak dinner to a hundred thousand dollars? You know what I'm saying? So it's oh, like hundred percent. So it's like you gotta find something different. But yeah, we we definitely did things like that in the summer. Um, drafted teams and stuck together. And like somebody on my team that say they did slip up, I know first. And Coach Doyle or fan, so hey, check on so and so. I think he was late. Uh, he didn't get his uh, study hours this week. So I reach out like, hey, bro, you know. Come on. And then that was it. It was 
But if he was like late to meetings, uh, we had like a team function. He was late. You 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 got in trouble. And everyone knew that. Like you either got to run, push a push a sled or something like that. But mostly like this tardies and like such that they need to blow up. We just handled it by your captain for that summer. Any more football questions for him? Want to talk about your one on one? I mean, it was just a it was just a big old. Beat. You just I mean, imagine two two cars just doing this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who won? Like, I mean, there's got to be a tally for. Yeah, I know you. Got I don't. It. I don't think either one of us kept tally. I think it was just one of those things where, like, hey, this is gonna suck for both of us. Let's uh, let's let's make it look really good. Let's let's do our work. Let's get better, and then uh, we'll just not try to hit each other with the rest of practice. It's just notorious for fucking running as fast as we can, just right into you two. Oh no! Look, listen. There was no. I, I think. I think they were supposed to make a move. No, the, but the I'm like, I'm gonna go against Hitch right because in. I know he's just gonna bull rush, and I'm big, so I'm like, <laughs> I can, I could probably withstand it a little bit. Uh, you remember the one with Zombo? Were you here with Zombo? Yeah, Frank, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Frank, mm-hmm. you remember that one at EB? And like, I think you might have made a move every once in a while, like change it up, like Frank's, and and, and you weren't supposed to start. It wasn't like old school where you'd start five yards back. Like, I think you would cheat up or get right to the line because yeah. you were blitzing, mm-hmm. and then I would step up. He started five yards back. <laughs> no, Zombo. Zombo. And Zombo. I was saying, see if he remembers this. Five yards back and came downhill. Hit me. I, I kind of jumped to the side. He makes the play, and EB loses his shit. You remember that? Because I was, like, laughing, but I wasn't laughing at the fact yeah. that I I'm like, what the fuck is wrong That was wrong my first with training camp. I'm like, what is he do? Like, what is Zombo doing, going five yards back and just coming straight downhill? Like, well, that's not the drill at all. Eb loses his shit. Go again. I'm like, what the fuck? You're why are you laughing? I'm like, I'm like, I'm not (laughs) laughing at the fact that I lost. I'm laughing at the fact that he's an idiot, and he did that. (laughs) The, The worst, the worst shit was like, you catch a ball in practice. Oh, Hitch would hit you, bro. I mean, hit you, and then like you're just Punch running, you, punching, bro. Yep. I'm like, I remember there was one practice, bro. I got punched by Hitch like five times. I'm like, Hitch, bro, like, come on, like we're gonna take this shit outside. Like, what are you doing? I'm getting blasted every time I catch the ball. Like broken fingers, broken hands. Like, what are we doing, Hitch? Bro, honestly, if I could change one thing, like when I got to Kansas City, uh, I would probably learn how to practice. I feel like practice is moving so fast. So when I'm moving that fast, it's just like, look, I'm in game mode. There's no such thing. You can't turn it on and off. So like, you know, hurry up, next one. Don't go back, come back. All right, boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? So it was like game mode. Literally. So I'm, going through his mind just, right now. That's all he's hearing. Boom, boom, boom. Hit, hit, hit. Right. Look, it's just like it was like in game mode. But I, I if I could have practiced a little better, I might have. I don't know. I might have saved my body, but. I feel like I, I threw it all in there, gave it all I got. Hey, I, Dude, no I remember regrets. I remember talking to you, who was it, Damien Wilson, right? Is that right? You know mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple other guys. And, like, towards the end of the season, you know how a coach would, like, throw in a couple – like, I know after bye week, we'd throw in a couple of padded practices and, like, going through the motions. And we're just – we're I'd come up to those guys before practice and be like, hey, well, how are we – brother-in-law we're gonna keep it like no it's it's how to learn how to practice and i'm telling you every yeah. time hitch is like I, I don't know what you mean i'm coming <laughs> i'm like all right that sounds good like this is, some of the some of the other guys are like 
Yeah, yeah. Like, well, we'll just, you know, this is what yeah, he's going to do. Him and Zombo. Make, it, make a fit. No, but, but, it's, but at the same time, even Hitch just said it. You need to learn mm-hmm. how to practice and get your work in, but yeah. it doesn't need to be. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah. I think when wall. you're established, I think that. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. You're, I mean, I'm talking to a, an eight year guy and a 10 year guy. So that's the difference between us. You didn't, us you didn't feel that way till like the end of your career, right? Or you think like you yeah, learned how no. to practice from the get go? I, I, no, heck no. I, like, I still probably could have got better at that. Cause I remember the year we won the Super Bowl. No, we went to the Super Bowl, but we lost uh, to Tampa. Yeah. And we get back, we get back, and we have our exit meetings. Coach Coach Reed, when I was in there with Coach Reed, he said, "Man, we all just looked dead out there. They just ran the ball." He said, "If I can give you one advice next year, say just try to learn how to practice better." So I'm thinking he's about to tell me like something like crazy, like, "Look, you need to get faster. You need to, you know, study your playbook." He's like. Because he said, he, I forgot what linebacker he said he coached in uh, with the Eagles uh, for a while. And he he knew how to practice. And he went like 10, 12 years. I have to do my research on it when they went in with the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, he said, man, I mean, last year, I actually got better. But I still went where I think I could have been. But learning how to practice as you get older is huge because there's no way I should have been running full speed hitting someone after I, I mean, I played eight years, but I started eight years and I only missed like four or five games. So it's like, I was playing a lot of snaps and I'm over here running. Like I'm just got drafted last week or something. So I, 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 I learned, but I still never got the full capacity of that, that part of the game, learning how to practice. But yeah, that's about the only thing that I probably, I would say if I couldn't go back, I would probably try to do better later in my career. Yeah, that is a – I think uh, – I feel like Chris Conley told me that in the offseason, though, because, like, I was in that same mindset of, like, going hard every single day in the offseason, and then he's like, no, you got to you gotta slow it down because yeah, it's a long – I mean, Especially shoot. for receivers, yeah. it's like, if you do yeah. that – Especially for the three years – You're going to be done, though. Three of the, the last – my last three years, we were – one of the last four teams to play. Yeah, you're playing those February. You know, almost February every shit year. And then April. it starts in April and you're going right through and you might take a month off at the end of the season to get just recoup and then you're right back in the training every day. So, yeah. yeah I, hey, how nice is it for now that you're retired? Like, you get up or you got something going on. You're like, you know, I don't feel like going to the gym today. How nice <laughs> is it to know that, like, if back yeah. when I played, I couldn't go on vacation because I was worried about yeah. training. Like, I couldn't yeah. do any of that. But, like, now being like, yeah, I just don't feel it today. I'm not going to go over there. And not yeah. be like, I'm, this is going to affect me on Sunday. I might not make the team now or get cut or yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you feel guilty. Like, if you play bad that week, you're like, damn, I should have got that extra workout. And our thing, you know. But yeah. now I was like, I wake <laughs> up. If I want to work out when I wake up, I might work out at 2, 12, 5. You know, whenever, just whenever I feel like it. But I like I still get the the grind in. Like I'm still kind of like grinding. Like I, mean, like Ashley, we like trying to make it like a lifestyle to like train and still eat good. Like I still got the same diet, um, and I still train. But I don't know. Just being ever be able to work out whenever you want. I said I got nannies too, so like I, I'm free, free. <laughs> so what? It's, it's what are really, your good? What what interests you outside of football? Like. You knew you were going to be done playing. Like, you have to have other interests, cars, sports. 
Like, what do you kind of uh, find yourself doing the most? What are you most interested in now? Honestly, I've been gaming. Like, if I had to break my time now since I've been retired, uh, it's family, gaming, and then whatever, you know, date nights or date during the weeks or whatever we want to do. So I, like, kind of broke it up into that. And, like, now I'm about to branch off into, like, the, the streaming world. Um, have my A5 foundation, family foundation. Going to make, like, clothes and um, hats and, like, sportswear and then um, just stream it. You know, put put the stream out there and then, like, just use whatever income or whatever subscribers we get. We just use it to give back, you know, not keeping nothing. Everything is going to be returned. So, like, people do invest in or help you just get back in merchandise so you, you can see it in the communities and schools and get notebooks and book bags and shoes and stuff like that. Maybe go down to the shelter and donate a whole thing of hats and shirts, pants, like, stuff like that. So. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that going here soon, before the new year take off and then having launched the new year the the brand. But yeah, I think I'm gonna spend a lot of time probably the next six months getting that together uh, and probably going on the, the game. And I want to do a podcast like you guys, but that looked like a lot of work over there. <laughs> I got the hose. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really not. It's it's hard at the beginning because you. Just, I mean, obviously we're. I feel like I know a little bit of technology, but like not cameras and fucking switchboards. But like Sherm obviously doesn't know much either. And it was like, we need, we need it. We needed as much help as we could get at the start. And it's like, this is obviously our first Zoom call. We've had issues with it, but it's like, it's fun. It's like some, it's a new challenge for us. And uh, yeah, Sherm will speak to it. Like he, I mean, we, we both obviously didn't know that we would be like in media or like doing this this deal right when we were done playing. But it's like it's fun to get out and talk to your old teammates and like see what they're up to and just see their I mean, just kind of how they approach the game back in the day. But and you can speak yeah. to it a little bit. Also, more. yeah, it's also like I think for us, it's like get that. I mean, it's probably one of the things I don't I don't miss the game at all. Like I don't miss. <laughs> football playing the game at all but the one thing you miss is that camaraderie you have in the locker room or when we're on the plane you know shooting the shit hanging out goofing right. off like just being guys and that's the one thing I think a lot of ex guys and I, I don't know I can't speak for you but like you just miss that every day like hanging out with your buddy so for Garrick and I we're like shoot we can get on here tell stories laugh goof off call our own teammates and see what they're up to and hang out for a little bit. Like that's, that's kind of why we did it. And yeah. it's been fun. It's been, it's been uh, interesting. It's been um, frustrating at times when you can't get your, some other guys on here that you thought you could get because. Yeah. I told them. Yeah. Blake Bell. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Winchester, Winchester came on when we did the radio, but hasn't come on over here yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this the Zoom though makes it a little easier. You know how it is in season now. But if you, if I'm like the Zoom though, it makes it a lot easier instead of like someone have to be there in person. So that setup is pretty good. You can yeah, do yeah no, yeah, we we figured it out. I mean, we've got a we've got a lot we've got a lot of room that we can even grow more in here. Yeah, well, we figured that like once we, I mean, we've been well, we've been live for like five six weeks or so at least. Yeah, probably. We've been live for like six weeks and we're like, okay, hey, you want to come on the show next week? Uh, 
Like you gotta come out to Sherm's house. They're like, ah, uh, we're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta figure something Sherm, out. Yeah, stay so out we, there in our boonies. Boonies. Uh, I do, but I'm not. I mean, shit. Winchester lives further south than me. Yeah, he's yeah. There's only a it's their bye week. He, we he moved out of Wingate. Yeah. Uh, yep. I didn't know he moved out. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's out south now. Yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah. So I bought right before I tied. I bought 20 acres or 10 acres, and then I ended up buying the 10 acres in front of me. Um, and then Winchester moved two street, two like blocks down, and uh, lives on forty acres. Mm. Would you guys hunting out there or what? Yeah, I actually went to uh, James's on Friday night and hunted with Rex. Didn't see anything. What's what's uh, in season? Deer. Deer. White tail. White tail right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hey, is it is it bow or is it you shooting? No, it's a bow. Yeah, con, uh, oh, archery, bow. archery yeah. season right now. Shut up, Gary. Archery season right now, and then rifle season, I believe, is like first or second week in December. And then it will go back go. after for, for 10, week, 10 days, and then it will go back to archery till the uh, Makes sense, yeah. My brother, every Thanksgiving, they leave and go hunting down southern Ohio. So that's how I knew it was getting close because it's around that time of the year. Oh, yeah. Yep. The rut starting soon, yeah. so you know what that is here. Yeah, okay. rut. Garrick has no idea. Well, like, I only I only got into hunting because both of my brothers do it, and I ain't have no choice growing up. But I, yeah. I probably shot a gun five, six times besides a shooting range. Yeah, I don't hunt, but I enjoy listening to stories though, and how people be setting them up, beating them camera watching it i'm just like this, this is wild oh yeah oh yeah it's a pro it's a, it's a long process and i feel like you know you get the camera up and you see the you see the deer you're like oh that's that's the buck i want and then as soon as like the season starts they're fucking gone and you can't see them, you see them again. They know camera. i'm like there's no yeah i'm like there's no point of having a camera up just go out there and if it looks if it tickles your fancy shoot it yeah <laughs> yeah for sure hit Yes, we appreciate you coming on. We'll have to do this again. Time flies. I oh, for that. sure. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we appreciate you. You were one of a. I mean, to me, you were an awesome teammate. Obviously, you don't really offensive guys don't talk to defensive guys too often, but uh, I think you were kind of the one guy that that stood out. Video games helped a lot, but uh, we appreciate you for what you are and who you are. So, yeah, appreciate it, Hitch. Thanks for coming on. Uh, appreciate for having me, fellas. Anytime. Just let's do All mornings. Right, Look, I'm going to try to get in with you guys. All right, let's go. Come on. There's some seats over here. All right. We'll see you guys. All right.